0: where we discuss spirituality, paganism, witchcraft, holistic lifestyles, and everything in between. So gather around the cauldron every Wednesday, where
1: we brew up a new
0: topic. Welcome back to the Cosmic Cauldron. In this episode, we're going to discuss moon magic, and this is a popular topic that it generates a lot of buzz. So we're going to take this episode to dig into it and dissect it a little for you. So let's get into it.
1: First, let's get into the lunar phases and what they're used for. The full moon gets the most attention, and for good reason.
0: The moon's power is at its most potent when it is full. Yes, the moon is the most potent when it is full. However, each of the other phases have value as well. And sometimes they get neglected. All right, guys. So bear with me this episode. I have had two cups of coffee this morning under the advisement of one of my good friends. Uh, So we're going to see if this gives me enough energy because it has been a rough few months for me, which we'll get into a little more later. But let's go over the moon phases. So while we have the full moon, I tend to do more work under the new moon. And the reason for this is is because the new moon is, well, for one, it's new. So with this, you know, it kind of brings about fresh starts and new beginnings. So the new moon is kind of like wiping the slate clean. And it's the time of setting intentions. You know, this is a time for new ideas. What you want to introduce into your life, for either the next lunar cycle or they could also be long-term goals that you're trying to achieve. You know, it all depends on what you're trying to manifest and how quickly you're trying to manifest it. Like we said in the previous episode, it's good to be specific about setting your intentions.
1: Yeah. So setting intentions with the new moon is probably something I find myself doing the most when it comes to moon magic. Um, and and moon magic i think is something that's like inherent within everyone right i mean everyone sort of recognizes this the magic of this luminous disc in the sky you know it doesn't matter who you yes. are or what your background is so i think to a degree i've always associated with moon magic in some way and when i really started my you know spiritual awakening quote unquote i found myself connecting a lot with the moon. And one of my favorite memories to this day is I think it was like 2015. I remember going out in my backyard on a full moon and just splaying out in the grass and just staring up at the moon and just meditating. Yeah. Just stretching out and just kind of letting her wisdom just pour into me. And so that was one of the first, I think real moon magic moments that I have that I
0: remember. I love that. I love that. I You know, sometimes ah, it can be. I can be highly affected by the moon phases, particularly the full moon. Like that, that one wipes me out. So it it can be hard for me to to get outdoors and appreciate the moon. But that's like one of the best things you can do, like getting out there in your hammock. And I don't have a hammock. I'm a little little jealous, but if I did have a hammock, (laughs) (laughs) yes, I would get one. But my dogs would either eat it or pee on it, so yeah
1: that's unfortunately probably true
0: you need a bigger yard i do it needs a new house let's manifest (laughs) you a new house (laughs) yes i mean the yard would be big but there there is a pool in the backyard and it monopolizes like all of the space so my dogs just have to kind of run around this um pool track i guess (laughs) Yeah, it is like a track
1: around the pool. But that's a Florida thing, I think, right? Or any southern state perhaps. But I definitely notice in yes. Florida that pool is more important than than yard, than grass. It is.
0: It is. There there are there is some space, you know, on the back side of the pool and the the other side, but it's, you know, it's very angular, so it's it's difficult to to fit a lot in there. Yeah. So I have like a triangle yeah. slab
1: in each section. <laughs> It is a cool space though. And I'm hoping to achieve a better space in my backyard as well. You know, we bought this house as a foreclosure and so we've had to do a lot of work to it. And that's one of the last like pieces of the puzzle is getting a nice like sitting area in the back on the patio. And that way I can enjoy more moon moments like this and have areas to set crystals around um, because I love being outside. You know, anybody that's been following this podcast or knows me knows I just love nature. And so to me, I'd rather spend more time like out in an outdoor area
0: like yes, that than definitely. inside. No, I, I think it's uh, not only is it a, a good space for, you know, you to soak up the moon magic. Uh, what some of you might not know is Jamie is is super resourceful. And even as a a five-time air sign. She's very earthy. So everything in her backyard is actually made from materials that she collects from the woods around her home. Like the the seats and the, what is it? The the beams to your, um, what is that thing called? Not an so, awning. So we create, yeah, we, we sort of
1: created um, cornerstones, corner posts for a sunshade. Yeah. So yeah, the corner posts are trees. <laughs>
0: it it, it's beautiful though Ah, i think you're gonna have to share those like it on the uh instagram feed because it's it's a really cool idea and it's also you know witchcraft and spirituality it's about connecting with nature now while this is a an episode on on moon magic you know at its core you know it's earth-based and our relation to to everything from our location so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> indeed. Okay. Now I, like I've said, I flipping love the new moon. This is when for me personally, my energy is the highest. Now, now there's an occasional new moon where I am just zapped. I have not figured out cosmically what causes this yet, but I trust me, I am trying to dig into it. <laughs> um, but I'm usually more high energy on the new moon, so it's I, I'm in a better headspace to to set those intentions and really focus on those fresh starts that I'm trying to achieve on this, you know, either next lunar cycle or how do I want to say that? Or or maybe the the goal is to be achieved within a year's time, or you know, whatever that time frame might be for you.
1: Yeah, I do tend to agree that people seem to put more of an emphasis perhaps on the full moon and the new moon. Full moons are usually, I think, like coming from like maybe more of a secular uh, perspective are always like they're seen as the, the the cycle where everything happens, right? Like the emergency rooms are full, you know, ambulances and fire are everywhere. Um, yeah,
0: that blame it on the full moon.
1: moon. Oh. Right, Exactly. But when it comes to like magical things, I think people think more of the new moon. And so I know I've probably, like I said earlier, done more with the new moon. So, um, But there's other phases that are just as important.
0: Yes, yes. Now, the next phase. So, So you've got your new moon. This is, it is not the same as a dark moon, although they're frequently interpreted as the same. Now, the dark moon is when... There is absolutely no moon in the sky. And this is an important moon phase as well. Now, the dark moon has its own correspondences, although they can align with the new moon. It just kind of depends on how you want to differentiate the two within your own practice. So the next phase after this is the waxing moon. Now, what this means is the moon is growing. And, and that's very symbolic. What you'll find in the, the spiritual communities and the witchy communities, it is heavily defined by symbolism. So so growth. Think about this. You have set your intentions on that new moon. Now it's growing. Your manifestations are growing. So this is a time to start taking actions because like we said in the previous podcast, just wishing isn't going to be enough. There needs to be some real world action in your intentions. You know, while while you may be able to manifest some things, you know, without an extensive amount of work, you really do want to put in real life action into achieving your goals.
1: Yeah, I would look at this, this cycle as an opportunity to just like you said, to plan ahead, you know, we're list people.
0: Yes. (laughs) So this is the
1: time to make your list and figure out exactly what you want and don't want on that list, I would say.
0: Yeah. And you've got to plan. You've got to make the steps for how to achieve that goal. Yeah. You've set the intention. So where do we go from here? You know, what are the building blocks? How, what could I do in my daily life to reach that goal? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Had to throw that other absolutely yes. in there. Yeah,
0: gotta get it in.
1: One <laughs> well, we can make a joke. We can make like a drinking game out of how many times we say. Absolutely. <laughs> it, you know? You know, that's it.
0: You know, I even say it like it's so quick into the words that I cannot cut it out because it's like, you know, it? And I'm like, that's just one word. (laughs) There's no editing that out. (laughs) It is no longer multiple words.
1: (laughs) They have blended together seamlessly. Yes,
0: yes, (laughs) yes. Now, so the waxing moon is is just this good time to, to really put in action that that's what it is you know the the moon itself is growing it is growing and you know the next step here is we're going to reach the full moon and this is where you know it is at its max potency this is you know the moon at the height of its power but you know while we're in the the waxing moon this is a period to you know really get your ducks in a row really set things up for yourself that you want to to manifest now The full moon itself is, is sort of that, that pivotal moment, especially, you know, if you made some short-term goals or manifestations, this is the period where they can materialize. Like this could be the period where what you're trying to manifest actually comes about. And it's a pretty short period between the new moon and the full moon. We're only talking about two weeks here. So (laughs) <laughs> if you're, if you're trying to live by the cycles of the moon, you know, you really want to hone in on that two week period in between the new moon and the full moon for how you're going to go about achieving this. It doesn't mean that, you know, everything has to manifest on that, you know, next new moon or next full moon, you know, see, you know, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know. You know? <laughs> okay. I'm from Canada. eh? <laughs> eh? What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that reminds me. I used to work with a, a Canadian. And me, uh, probably Joanna, we were... Um, we were uh, using those phrases to her and she was not a nice, you know, or she she didn't take a lot of shit. <laughs> so she's sitting there, we're on speaker phone from the front and she's in her back office and she's like, fuck off. I was like, I thought Canadians were supposed to be nice. <laughs> so kind. that <laughs> so kind, kind Canadian. What's that about? Shattering the bubble. <laughs> oh, I miss that woman.
1: Of kindness in Canada.
0: (laughs) She was not, but I freaking loved her.
1: All right. So I almost feel like the waxing moon phase is almost like the Mercury retrograde of moon phases. (laughs) You know, it's like future planning, like don't take action necessarily right now, like future action. This is the time of like planning and getting
0: all your ducks in a row, you know, formulating your plan (laughs) Yes, in a in a sense, it is kind of those that building block. Now it it also depends. Was this a short term goal that you set on the the new moon? And you know you got to be realistic with it. You know what you set on the new moon can it actually be achieved by the full moon? Yes, you know we're we're in the spiritual and witchy realm, but. There's a lot of you know realism that you have to take into account. Like, can we actually manifest this in a two week time frame? So some of these things are going to be longer term goals. You can kind of start your, your building blocks. Like, you can make moves. You know, it's not uh, it's not quite Mercury retrograde, but you want to kind of hone in on on the actual planning of what you're going to do to achieve this. Now. If there are short-term goals that you can achieve by the full moon, the full moon is when it is supposed to manifest. Prissy girlies today. This Pisces
1: energy is moving in and we're all like feeling the feminine
0: vibes. (laughs) That might have been the reason for my breakdown yesterday.
1: Probably. Pisces are all about that shit. Too Uh, many feelings
0: for one brain. I saw a Pisces thing earlier. (laughs) <laughs> that's not for me i like that analytical air sign i think i'd fare better during those periods maybe even not fire i've got too much fire in this chart to actually do real well under a fire sign earth, earth not so i hard.
1: i think i you generally do pretty well under water signs because yeah pisces season usually is pretty good and then a scorpio
0: I need cancer in the summer, yeah. Any arrow maybe, maybe it's that needed energy, you know, kinda interjecting. Yeah. You got a pretty strong what? water placement.
1: Yeah, I do, I suppose. In that big
0: three Scorpio ascending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean a lot of people or not a lot of people, but a lot of times it's described as a mask, but it's not actually a mask. That's like a fundamental part of your character. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's not like, oh, we're uh, well, I'm faking being a Scorpio. You know, it's, it's actually. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, the Scorpio definitely comes out a lot, but definitely in the fall. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, you know, the your chart ruler is assigned by your um, rising sign. So the planet that Scorpio is in rules the rest of your chart. So it's, you know, kind of gives a flavor to the way everything else Mm -hmm. is. All right. So next we are at the full moon. You know, this is the time for those manifestations. If we set them, not every new moon has to, to be assigned a manifestation you want to achieve. Sometimes it can be a lot more relaxed than that. Full moon is, it's a time of success. And like we said earlier, it is at its most potent. So you can charge your crystals under this influence and moon water as well. But, but this is not the only phase that you can make moon water in. And I'll go over that a little more in depth later. But for right now, the the full moon is a good time to sort of absorb all of that energy that the moon is, is giving out because it is it's reach full growth. Yeah. I
1: tend to notice a trend for myself at least that the full moon always does seem very, it carries with it completion.
0: Yeah. That's a great way to describe
1: it. Especially when I look back at like maybe projects that I wrapped up or, you know, ideas that came together it does always seem to be right around the full moon. Um, and that's just my own personal experience. But but yeah, I look at this time as a time to wrap things up. So now it's like, especially even this month, I was like, with this full moon, I was like, we have to get all this stuff done.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> and it is and oddly enough, it, yeah, it actually was for me, this cycle, things that I had even set two weeks before with the new moon. Uh, of course, my life has been full of surprises and new things lately. So things have been happening at a rapid pace. So um, that's kind of the story of my life, I think. Uh, <laughs> it's good it's and it's bad. <laughs> but uh, you definitely learn a lot very quickly. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that's just how I tend to look at it. And you you have an interesting story as well for this full moon that
0: I know you're going to get yes. into. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, with the full moon, like as much as it is a time for completion, you can actually use the the moon. If you have intentions that you want to set, you don't actually have to wait for that new moon. You can use the full moon's power to charge a manifestation like the full moon is sort of unique in that aspect while it you know is this kind of culmination of everything that you have done in the past that's a lot of energy to tap into but for me personally i am very lunar sensitive uh my sun sign and several other placements are in cancer cancer is ruled by the moon so (laughs) Physically, <laughs> I can feel the changes. Uh, even if I'm not consciously aware of what phase the moon is in, which I know, mm, terrible witch. <laughs> I I know by the actions I take what phase the moon is in. So uh, a lot of this isn't conscious awareness. It's it can be your subconscious sort of guiding you. If you want to be intentional, that's great. But but a lot of the times we are aligned with the lunar cycle without being consciously aware of it. Yeah.
1: Like I mentioned earlier, it's like as a human, you just inherently have a connection to the moon. Yes, You know, we're like 70% water, right? Or some other number. They've probably changed it by now several times, <laughs> <laughs> but we're mostly water. You know, and, and water is ruled by the moon, the tides. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just undeniable the cycles. You have to respect the cycles. It just is. It's a thing. And to say that that doesn't exist is just complete nonsense, in my opinion. It's,
0: it's crazy science. to me. Yeah. Like, I, I know some people want to write um moon magic or even magic in general off as just full woohoo But think about the actual impact the moon has on the planet. Just sit with that for a minute and understand the gravity of that. You know, the moon itself controls the tides. The the moon is more powerful than some people would like to give credit to. But, you know, this is not just a woohoo thing
1: yeah, it's definitely not. I mean, there's entire villages around the world who rely on this tide coming in and out for the the fish that they survive off of, you know, and yeah. entire villages, not even just like households. So I mean, it is it is really when you really think of the depth of it, like how deep that affects things, you know, yeah, how deeply that affects things. it's it's like it blows your mind, honestly.
0: I mean, have you ever gotten a hold of like a farmer's almanac? Like that, that was like my first witchy book. <laughs> like, <huh>. Right. <laughs> right. And so you
1: think it's just for farmers, but little do you know. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. This, this is affecting everything at large.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. And that's a good point to bring up too, is that those farmer's almanacs really do, they plant by lunar cycles. They do. Yes. And that was something that I actually started recognizing this year with mine. So I'm hoping, um, now that I'll get a better turnout in my garden, because I've, you know, I've only been trying for like, I don't know, like to actually like vegetable garden for a couple of years. Right.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I think three years, maybe almost four years. And it's a lot of trial and error. You know, there's a lot of different things that come into play. And so I'm hoping now that maybe I'm, res- you know, recognizing and honoring, you know, this, this cycle, the lunar cycle, that maybe now it might be different. We'll see. I'll update. I'll update yes. Later on.
0: You're gonna have to make some notes. I, I do try to plant with the new moon because you know, like we said earlier, this is a time for setting intentions or planting seeds. If you've ever read my blog, this is a phrase that I use a lot, and it's because you know, literally or figuratively, it's a time to plant seeds. All right. And for the last phase, at least the last phase that we're going to be discussing because there is the the waxing gibbous and the waning gibbous and there are some subtleties in there, but you know, I'm not going to be covering them on this episode. The 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 literature behind it can be kind of scattered. So, you know, use your best judgment if you want to incorporate these more subtle shifts into your own practice. For the waning moon, this is the period where the moon was just full, so now we're decreasing in size. So for me, you know, to, to sort of memorize this, I, uh, what is it? Not really a mnemonics, but to me, waning itself, the word waning itself has become equated with lessening. So this is a period of release. This is a time to let shit go. As the, you know, the moon has been at its fullest point and now it is decreasing in size, it's time to decrease your problems. It is time to unload anything you have been carrying. Now, this is all cyclical. So, the, you know, after the waning phase, we're going to hit the new moon. So remember, this is just a rotation. It is continuous. What you are doing now, the letting go and the banishing and the releasing of any bad shit that you might be holding, or you know, it could be a habit, it could be trauma, it could be anything that you are holding that you need to simply release. This is the period that you unload before you move into the new moon phase, where you again plant the seeds and start intention setting. So, next to the new moon, this period is my favorite, and I, I, I even find it kind of the, the most vital, because in order to reach the life that we want, there's some shit we cannot take along. So it is a good time to simply let go.
1: Yeah, I would definitely say that this last full moon, for example, um that I felt like it was marking another... End to a cycle that I've been in, like another like yes. ceremonious end, and I found myself literally burning, like literally in my in my fire pit in my backyard. You All did the moon burning things. Yeah, I was. I was burning shit. Okay, left and right, anything I could find. That's a story for another day of what I was burning and why.
0: But uh, are we <laughs> sure? It might be a story for today. <laughs>
1: okay, okay, okay. Um, so. Building a life with someone for six and a half years, and and then that not taking place anymore, that not being a thing anymore. You know, there's yes. a lot of things I'm looking around, and they're just reminders. They're reminders. They're they're of the old, you know. And it's like I set intentions with the, the with the last new moon and this full moon. I started looking around, and I was just like, oh my god, that's got to go, and that's got to go, and that's got to go. And I'm like, burn it. And of course now, <laughs> you know, I have an amazing partner who's just I- incredible with, with helping me work through these things. He's like, let's do it. Let's burn it. So he's been, he he's is. been keeping a fire going every single night and every night since the full moon, I have been literally more and figuratively and more.
0: keeping a fire going. Literally. <laughs> yeah. and
1: figuratively, <laughs> He has brought so much light to my life. Um, yes. And that's definitely a story for another day because that deserves much more attention than just, I think a small portion within this episode here. But um, yeah, But yeah, so it's like this waning moon phase. I feel it. I feel it. It's like everything that I started ending (laughs) on the full moon. Now I'm just continuing until it's done. Just getting rid of all of it. Boom, boom, boom. So it's like like you said, even though it happens on certain days, the energy carries, you know? Yeah. um, Carries over. And I'm definitely experiencing that right
0: now. Yes, yes. You know, a lot of things happen instinctively. um, And, you know, it just kind of follows a cycle like it, it. The moon itself is very rhythmic and we kind of get, you know, we get into these ebbs and these flows. Now, for me, this last moon was a doozy. Now we record these ahead of time. So the last full moon that we had was a full moon in Leo. And I don't know if that is because that's my husband's name or what, but I had a hell of a time. I had a hell of a time <laughs> kind of uh, recalibrating and adjusting to this new moon or sorry, this full moon. I did not do shit. And I, I try to be very honest, you know, with, with this small community that I have built sometimes it's okay not to do uh, a huge ritual or, you know, sometimes it's okay to take that full moon just to recharge. You don't have to be doing shit hundred percent of the time that doesn't make you less of a witch or less of a spiritual person. Sometimes it's the best thing you can do for yourself is to just fucking relax. And Absolutely. I have to tell my, yeah, I have to tell myself this all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: and and honestly, the more comfortable you get with not feeling like you have to do something, yes. mm-hmm. the, the less you find yourself, that's when you start to set those boundaries, which is a whole discussion mm-hmm. for another day. But that's when things really start to blossom in your life. When you start saying no to
0: some things and yes to what really matters. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, you, you have to, you have to just set those boundaries. I think we did touch on this in a previous episode. Um, but, but, you know, it's worth repeating. This is, this is fundamental to kind of finding your balance. You don't have to be on a hundred percent of the time. You don't have to do something for every moon phase. It's, it's not a requirement. If you need to recharge, you need to listen to yourself. i I would say since December, I have been in a hell of a cycle. i I lost a close friend of mine who was very young, and it's it's been a grieving process to sort of try to maintain the balance of everyday life while still trying to process those emotions and be true to myself. And, and not only that, you know I've had some other compounding. I've had some other issues in the background that I am not comfortable discussing, but you know, a lot of shit has been weighing on my mind that Mm -hmm. that's the gist of this. Like that's where, where I'm going with this. So I had a lot of shit that I needed to let go of. And I, I use this, this last full moon to think, to sit there and really process what I was going through. Now we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I have or had ridiculously long hair. We're, we're talking about, I could sit on it. <laughs> so on this full moon, I decided that I needed to part with this hair. And clearly I have been growing this hair for over a decade, just, just the sheer length. I needed, I needed it gone. I needed every weight and every past trauma and every, every ounce of what I no longer needed to carry. I needed it gone. So I went into the bathroom. Ooh, shit. Oh, damn. Did I catch that? That's awesome. <gasps> I dropped it and I caught it with my thighs. The power of my thighs. Yay. They had like reflexes. <laughs> yes. It's all the extra cushion. It's all the extra cushion. <laughs> Bam, thunder yes. thighs. Yeah. Mm, mm. For the win. <laughs> yes so i decided i needed all this shit gone so i went into the bathroom with my shears and against my husband's protest because lord he loved the long hair (laughs) and i i chopped it off before anybody could you know to to, i don't know kind of stand in my way or or give their input like i cut it off like i i had a almost gi jane moment in that bathroom with my shears and it was freaking invigorating it I feel so much lighter not just in in the sheer amount of hair volume that I chopped off but the letting go it was it was amazing it's amazing and I yeah, I your, have not...
1: your aura is brighter I have definitely yes. noticed that yeah. And to be uh, fair, guys, her hair is still long. Okay. It's definitely well below <laughs> shoulder length. So don't let her fool you. Chopping <laughs> off a lot, still left it really long.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I had a lot of hair to spare. I had been growing that for so long. And like, if I thought thought back to that 10 that year period of just, you know, every person I have been through every phase of my life in that 10 years, that shit needed to go, you know, I'm no longer that person, you know, you evolve and I, I love it. I
1: love it so much.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. I needed it gone. I, and I'm, I'm so happy for it, but I didn't actually have a, you know, conscious um, association with the moon phase, but I set it with the full moon, which, you know, yeah, it's not for intentions, but you know, you can, you can use that power to, to kind of direct your, your energy. And I cut it during the waning phase, the waning phase of releasing, banishing, and letting go. So it was very symbolic in in a number of ways. So Charlotte and I were just
1: taking a short break and we did a little bit of research. And what we realized is that we both met our current significant others under the waxing moon, which is the period all about growth and future plans, And we both just had a total moment of like giggles, just full on giggles, because um, it's very interesting. And we love we love synchronicities like that. And it I think it speaks for itself, this phase and what it can do and obviously the power of it that this happened to both of us.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. It's a good period to to meet, you know. Now, the thing about this story that Jamie has not mentioned is we actually manifested this into our lives. We use that. That power of manifestation. And we we did this by creating a list of what our ideal partner would be. We weren't setting an intention for I want this person. It was I want this person to have these qualities because these are the qualities that I need in a person. And universe, do your job. You know, <laughs> do, do, do yep. whatever. Yeah. What, however, Put you know, that order needs, in. yeah, however, it needs to manifest, you know, I'm open to it, but, you know, these are the characteristics that I need in a person and it happened. And for both of us on a waxing phase, which I find completely symbolic and I love. Yeah. It's, it's, I
1: mean, especially us realizing this now in this moment as we're recording this, I mean, it's just, yeah. and between the two of us, it's just so incredibly potent. And um, we did, we did, we manifested. And I have to say again, like I said, I literally manifested something, you know, a little over two weeks ago with that last new moon that we experienced and then had it, you know, actually show up and happen on this full moon. So it was a very short cycle for me. Um, but the same thing happened in the cycle before. So yeah. I literally um, created and and kind of formulated my list, that new moon, that, that previous new moon. So <laughs> It was a very, very short time period between
0: <laughs> wanting it can be this... quick,
1: yeah, it can. like, and and so that's, you know, I think it's important to mention that because sometimes things can be fast. Um it just depends on where the planets are at, what they're doing, where you're at, with your life. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. And I tell you what, Charlotte's husband is amazing. Um I am like I've just I love both of you so much and. <laughs> He is so good for you. And, you know, and, and, and my new beau as well is just, I feel like I'm dreaming half the time when he's around. So, um, (laughs) needless to say, it's pretty magical.
0: Yeah. We just recently met him and I adore him and my husband, a hundred percent. I think they hit it off so famously. (laughs) (laughs) I think Uh, they did.
1: I think they did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We bonded over karaoke. Yes. That that's a thing in my house. We have a a karaoke machine, and we will have nights in. You know,
1: while <laughs> uh, while well, well, good night us out. old people
0: do. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, while well, a good night out is great, uh, I mean, there's something about drinking and having blankets. That's it's just it's <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> We're in our thirties now. Comfort, comfort is a thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, we won't end up on on YouTube, you know, or you know, going viral for whatever we did in public. You know, just the safety. We're paying of being at four home. times as much for the same drinks. Yes, and they're better.
1: <laughs>
0: Definitely better. They're made with love and intention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, which actually might need to be an episode because there are plenty of. Oozy drinks that you can make as Ooh, that the, does sound like a fun episode yeah yeah, yeah. you you guys will have to let us know if you want to hear that so give us some direction now while we have mentioned the the lunar phases and what they are good for what we haven't mentioned is the phase that you were born under and how that contributes to the theme of your lifetime so jamie you want to tell us more so this was something that
1: someone, a very dear friend of mine, mentioned to me a few months back that I never really even thought about, to be honest. But she messaged me to tell me she was so excited. Um, and she's one of my, well, again, one of my closest friends. But her and her daughter were born under the same moon phase. And she was just so tickled by that because her and her daughter have such a special bond. And so it got me curious. And of course, I go and look and we all three share the same in that different awesome. degrees. Yeah. So I thought that was really fun. I was like, well, now we know why we're such good friends, right? <laughs> but it's something that I just never saw, you know, a question for anywhere. So it never crossed my mind, but you can it's a it takes a quick Google search. All you have to do is your birthday and the moon phase and um I discovered that I was born under a waning crescent moon um at 12 degrees to be precise. And When you start looking at what that actually means for your life, it can, like she said, it kind of sets the theme, I think, for for how you approach things in life, what becomes important to you in life. And so that waning moon phase being about reflection and banishing and letting things go is is so funny to me because I've spent the last two days going through cabinets (laughs) And I threw away almost two whole garbage bags full, like the big black, like outdoor
0: type, like garbage (laughs) bag,
1: full of of just junk that I didn't need that was in my cabinet. So it's like I've been letting go in this waning phase that we're in right now as we're recording this, um, by minimalizing. (laughs) So it's it's like that's like the theme for my whole life, is like minimalizing and finding what's important what's really important in that that self-reflection for me so I know you were excited to see what your phase was as well
0: yes yes for me I was born under a waxing crescent now I know what that means for you know for for performing magic and kind of living by it but I'm not sure what it means for uh, my life trajectory.
1: So the moon phase that you were born under really like holds the the key to where your soul is for your cosmic journey in terms of like lessons you're going to be learning and things that you're going to be trying to master in this lifetime. So there's four main phases that we're going to mention here today that you can go and do some research on yourself, but we just kind of want to point you in the right direction. And the first of which being that new moon phase. Um, so this phase is what we say is the investigator. No, I'm sorry, <laughs> the I mean... instigator phase. <laughs> so this is when you're going to be at the beginning of a cycle. So you're you probably have a gift of like responding really, really in really, really genius ways to to new situations. So um, this is like the inventor phase. So if you're born under the new moon phase, you're probably someone who's constantly coming up with new ideas. And you have like this irresistible charm that people just seem to flock to. Um, Now with the waxing crescent, which is the phase after that, that is the escapee phase. So your task is basically to break yourself free from like, patterns in life. So like family patterns or cultural patterns, um, you're trying to break free from all of those shackles and kind of find your place in the world.
0: Ugh.
1: Ugh. <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> yeah. I thought you might relate to that one. <laughs> and so the next one, the full moon phase is what we call the seeker phase. So this is when you're either the full or or that you're the guru, <laughs> but sometimes you are both. And this is definitely spent mastering the, the the hows and the whys of society. So these are the people that are very like introspective and intellectual, very into learning, um, you know, what, who you are and what the world is and how you relate to everything so that you know how to become what it is that you're seeking. And the last phase we're going to mention is the waning moon phase. So this is what we say is the profit phase. So um, you're at the end of this cycle and karma tends to move very quickly for people in this phase, which I can definitely attest to. (laughs) And you just seem to be kind of on a fast track. Okay. You can see the future very clearly. You can see what's happening around you very clearly, both not only for yourself, but for the big picture. These are the big picture thinkers, right? And you're not afraid to share about that perspective usually either. Um, and you tend to have a lot of very like intense relationships. So everything about your lifetime is going to be very intense learning everything is a lesson and it happens it comes very quickly it happens very quickly and you really have to pay attention and again I can very
0: much attest to this
1: <laughs> it's definitely yes. true
0: <laughs> yes I I know what that waxing crescent like I am completely focused on on growth and you know what can I do next you know where where can I go what can I achieve next so yeah that, that kind of ongoing crisis thing. Yeah, yeah. It's all internal, <laughs> too. <laughs> I, I am the my own worst critic. You know, I am, I'm that voice in my head, just kind of always pushing myself forward, which is good and bad. Mostly. Bad, yeah, again, but... it has its it it has its light and dark, just like anything else, it's <laughs> a balance,
1: you know. Yes. And and you do, you're always on this constant path to grow. And that's why I think we've remained friends and become such close friends now, is because of that, because we both share in that growth together. Um, even though yeah. we are opposite sort of in moon cycles. And while yeah. I don't necessarily I would never call myself a prophet, as this one is called the prophet phase for myself, but I do tend to have, I guess, at the risk of sounding really, really not humble in this moment, I have taken that kind of influencer path with some of the businesses that I've run and the way that I interact with the world is in a very much like outspoken sort of way. Let me lead
0: the way. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, not necessarily
1: like, I need you to listen to me. But like, I'm just going to share about my life and about my experiences and take what you want from it, which is, again, kind of how this podcast started.
0: (laughs) Yes. No, I mean, that that's absolutely how it it manifests. Like, it's not that you set out to lead the way, but you know, you are comfortable standing up and being that that front person, you know, here are my experiences, take from it what you will, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not a prophet per se, but, but, you know, I, I'm comfortable yeah. and I can be, I can be upfront. Me, I am, I'm like, let me fade into the back.
1: <laughs> yeah, you are, you are far more private than I am. And, you know, and there's beauty in that contrast, you know, we balance yeah. each other very well, but, um, for the sake of this episode, I think it is important to mention that. Yeah, I definitely am more okay with sharing my experiences, you know, yes. um, in a way that aligns with that as well. So it's just so cool when you start to, to research this stuff, you know, the, the, the way it really just all aligns. It's, 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 you can't deny it. You know, you cannot deny it's, it's part in how our lives play out.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, in starting this podcast, what we really were hoping to bring is like, while Jamie and I are best friends, we're different. We've got, we've got a lot of commonalities, but we're very different, you know, in how, how we are, you know, how we perceive things. And, you know, we kind of wanted to create a space where we could share this. Like there, there are no right or wrong ways and there is balance, you know, there is duality. What is the word that we use the other the last podcast? Was it duality? Polarity. I Polarity. <laughs> yes. You know, there's, there's polarity here. We, we have,
1: Oh, and it's one eleven right now. Oh snap! As you're saying that,
0: <laughs> there, yeah, it, we just wanted to bring a, a balance and and share that there is no right or wrongs here. It is all about all about the the light and the darkness, the the yin and the yang.
1: Absolutely, I would say we're definitely we're we're yin and yang in in some aspects. Some, yes. Not all. Other aspects I feel like we're twins, but <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. I think some of those core things, you know, that where we're we're just completely aligned. Like we said earlier, uh growth is important to both of us, you know, just kind of evolving, you know, kind of keeping that foot forward. Let's keep moving. Let's let's figure shit out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. All right. And to wrap this episode up, we talked about earlier Moon water. It is a very popular practice. You know, moon water is is everywhere. Instagram, TikTok, it's and it's wonderful. I absolutely love it. But a lot of people believe that the only time that you can make moon water is under the full moon. And while I understand this, it's not. You know, um, yes, it's most potent then, and it's great. It's going to be an amazing component to your spell work but you can utilize other moon phases like new moon water. As we said earlier, it's great for fresh starts and setting intentions. So any spell work that you have in regards to kind of new beginnings, you could use new moon water for. It's also good just to drink. So, you know, you don't have to be elaborate with it. You can just make it in your morning tea or coffee. Next is the waxing moon water just like we said earlier, this is for growth and attraction. So if you're trying to attract something to you, set out some water under the waxing moon phase. Now be mindful of what sign the moon is in, because that's kind of going to put its own flavor on the water itself. We'll go over signs, you know, more in depth in a later episode. It's, it's a little too much for me to cover right now, although I have some material on it. Um, that you can find on my business page. And next, like we've already talked about is full moon water. That's potent, that's power, it's success. So, it's a great time to make that moon water. And you can understand, you know why it gets so much airtime. But but we also have waning moon water, and that is all about releasing and banishing. So, if you have some either unbinding or banishing work that you need done, set out a jar make sure it's airtight and filtered especially if it's for consumption but you can set this out during a waning moon phase to to utilize it in any banishing that you need to do now while i've said it's great for drinking and spell work you can also use moon water in ritual baths sprays coffees and teas which are my favorite spell work. You can use it in, for me, I use it for making rose water or sort of other elixirs or anything that's requiring water. You can also use it to water your plants.
1: Yeah, I'm really glad that you're going into all the different ways that it can be used because I feel like moon water like you said is something that like oh it's all the rage you better make your moon water don't forget your moon water I know my friend uh that I was speaking about earlier that was uh the one that introduced me to the moon phase that you were born under she's always messaging me every new moon and full moon don't forget your full moon water don't forget your new moon water she's so adorable I love her for that but I'm like okay now what do I do with it and I know you had told me that you could use it in coffees and teas but
0: um
1: I feel like if something doesn't have like a superior function, like multiple things I can do with it, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so yes. now that I know like all these different things now, and when you associate it with the actual moon phase, it just, again, it adds that much more magic to
0: it. <laughs> yes, it does. Now, I mean, you do want to pay attention to what sign it's in as well. Cause you know, there'll be, like I said earlier, it's just a different flavor to it, but yeah, it's, There are many other things that you can do with moon water other than, you know, just kind of collect it, which I do. I am guilty of. I I have some unlabeled where I'm just going to have to guess at this point. So always label your moon water. (laughs) I was just about to say that. I read your mind a few
1: seconds before I was like, make sure to label your moon water Um, because when going through my kitchen cabinets the other day, I found a bunch of like crafts, like corked crafts and things that I had bought. Um, for these sort of purposes and just completely forgot they existed because ADD, you know, out of sight, out of mind. So now I'm excited because I have four. So now I have one for every moon phase. I'm like, so I'm going to (laughs) have to label them.
0: Do you have, do you
1: have labeled moon water, um, you know, containers in your shop?
0: Right now, I just have moon water with a triple goddess on the back. But I have thought about adding new moon and full moon into these the um, jars themselves. So you guys will have to let me know if that's something that you want to see in my shop. And I can make it happen. <laughs> so if, Yeah, if I you, think that'd be awesome. Yes, yes. If you don't know, I, I etch glass. So I have containers here and I mean... There can definitely be some some special ones made for this. I think I'll have to give that a shot. So
1: I hope you have found this episode as enlightening as I have. I would definitely say that Charlotte had more knowledge um, of moon magic than myself. Um, I brought my own <laughs> my own little flavor, I guess, if you will, um, which is basically just realizing that I've been doing things that were very magical without realizing they were magical. Um, yes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a big part of it. Some things, you know, you just do instinctively.
1: Yeah, I think that's part of the fun of realizing that you're a witch sometimes is that, you know, you've already been doing it but anywho uh, we hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode be sure to catch us every Wednesday for a new episode and head over to Instagram and follow us there cosmic cauldron podcast shoot us a DM because we'd love to feature you in our stories Um, reviews are always appreciated we love you guys
0: so until next time blessed be peace out